Hello and welcome to the GDI podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening across the globe. My name is Sean, senior reporter at GDI, and each podcast I'll be chatting to a variety of fantastic guests about how their platforms, products, networks, and more are changing the lives of singles all over the world. On this episode of the GDI podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Nick Purewall and Manny Kular, co-founders of Todate. They share what inspired them to create the same-day dating app and how it streamlines the process of finding real-life social experiences. Hi, Manny and Nick. Thanks for joining me on the GDI podcast. To start things off, uh, can you introduce yourselves and tell us about how Today works? Hi, I'm Nick. Uh, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Today. And I'm Manny, the CPO and co-founder of Today. And so basically Today is a new same-day dating app. So where users can literally go on to the app, choose what activity they want to do that particular day, what time slots they are free, and then they'll see matches accordingly. Once two people match, the chat is enabled and then they can organize their date. So what we're actually doing is focusing on actually getting people on real life dates that same day. Also in the sign up is like everyone has to be fully ID verified. Um, and we use facial recognition software against the live selfie to sort of eliminate the whole catfishing thing, especially because we're on a same day dating app. We want everyone to be completely legit and real. That's the main focus on this here. And security is our kind of utmost priority. Yeah, thank you very much. And I think we'll we'll touch on uh, security a little bit later in the discussion. But I think f- first of all, I just want to ask you know, in, ter- when, in terms of the the matching kind of process. So, for example, if someone said, "Oh, I'm really interested in going to a museum or going to a park later today around this time," and then they would see other people who have that similar interest around that similar time, is that right? Yeah, so you'll only see people that share at least one of the activities you have in common. So it's not about having everyone just on the app because then it would just be pretty much the same as everything else. It's all about making that connection in terms of you want to do the same thing, you want to, and you're free at the same time. So in a sense, what we do is what we try and think of is like the anxiety really whenever you get a match is when to initiate conversation or who initiates conversation first and stuff like that. This way, it's kind of streamlined in the sense that you know this person is free at this time. You know they want to go uh, go to a museum, for example, and you know that you're both interested in each other. So basically, it just gets you straight into it straight away as quick as possible and eliminating anxiety. But another key feature is that we... We don't store the, uh, you don't be, you're not stored on the app for, it's only the same day that you're stored on. So you get taken off the, the next day. And also the matches don't save and conversations don't save because we're trying to get people away from spending so much time behind their phones and just get out there and go on with date as soon as possible. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate you explaining that. And I think to touch on that, I, I kind of want to look at what inspired you to create to date. And, you know, are there any particular issues or challenges, you know, in the kind of mainstream dating scene that the kind of platform is looking to address? You know, you, you mentioned getting people out there off their phones. Is that something that kind of inspired you to, to create the platform in the first place? Well, yeah, I sort of came up with the idea. It was maybe four or five years ago. It was pre-lockdown. I actually sort of had the idea. And it was, I was coming to London a lot for business and I was going on the regular dating apps, the tenders, bumbles and so so on and just going on matching with someone. And then 
finishing conversation and trying to arrange a date. But as I was only there for a couple of days, then it was just like, it would never work out. The plans would never work out. It wouldn't it would always fail. And I didn't want to really be using the location to be planning everything in advance because I didn't want to be wasting my time. That's one of the issues that I was sort of, we're trying to solve here. Is instead of being on your phone for so long, it's more so just go on whenever you are fame, whenever you can actually do something. So that's whenever the idea sort of came there. So it was instead of all this time spent wasting and swiping and then having a conversation with someone that then they don't share interest with you or they're not free, it was just trying to get rid of all that and make it as easy as possible. Thank you. I think that's a, that's a really interesting kind of perspective. And I think especially after the pandemic, you know, where people uh, had difficulty and obviously couldn't meet each other in real life. I think after the pandemic, there's a big push to meet people in real life and explore these real life connections rather than over virtually uh, virtual kind of platforms where everyone was using Zoom and chatting and all that during the, the pandemic. And people want to go out and actually meet real people now. That's kind of why it was pursued then. It was like, instead of being stuck behind your phone all the time, why not just do something that gets you out as quick as possible, gets the thing. So that's why it wasn't just an idea then. Then I just thought, why not just try and pursue this and see how far I can take it? And well, here we are now. Exactly. And could you share a little bit more about what you see is so valuable about in-person experiences and you know um, you mentioned from your own personal experiences there meaning people not wanting to waste time but is there something really unique or um, valuable in meeting people in real life uh, would you say i think we can kind of approach that question from kind of from two ways so one is obviously time is our most precious commodity so you know at the end of the day if you actually want to go on a date if you use a dating app, what is your actual end goal? It is to actually go on a date with somebody, hopefully, right? So what we're actually doing is we're streamlining that process. So you get, you know, as Manny just said, you can pick your activities, your time slots. Then you can actually physically see people. So then you're, you have the initial attraction. But we want to speed up that whole process because you can talk to somebody on an app for three or four weeks, but you won't actually get a good idea of what that person is about. And I think it's very obvious for us that there is no algorithm for chemistry you might look at somebody and think you know what they look absolutely amazing but you turn up to the day and they could be the you know the opposite, opposite of what they were going to be yeah. but it could also be the opposite way you could literally think you know what i i'm okay that person looks okay but you could actually go there and have the best date ever but that isn't possible on any other dating app at the moment so what we're trying to do is we're basically trying to streamline the kind of tech dating app world and take people offline because at the end of the day we're human beings we need to interact with each other socially and in real life and then the second aspect is if you look at kind of the mental health side of it you know social interactions they increase oxytocin the love hormone uh, serotonin you know the happy hormone so by enabling people to actually go and meet people we're actually you know hopefully it has a positive mental health impact yeah, and especially after COVID, like the this, the figures and stuff like that are crazy. I was seeing something that was like people that are spending time on dating apps, like the swiping and just constantly swiping the whole time. Like the average that in 2021 people are spending on dating apps was uh, was like 100 minutes a day, which is crazy if you think about it. And then also it's like I was reading it was like you're two and a half times more likely to get depressed from uh, like spending all the time like just waiting for that instant gratification just whenever it's just it's you're just constantly chasing it whereas with ours what we're what we're hoping is that people go on they just get their a one match in a day because you don't need a hundred matches sitting on your phone when nothing comes with all you need is one match and you just go out and you you know you want to go on a date that day just get out there and actually meet people instead of having 
100 matches in one day and meeting no one, you're better off having one match one day and actually getting to meet someone. It just it just sort of makes sense. This That's the right way to go about it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that totally makes sense. I think having one match that's worthwhile, that leads to a real-life experience, that means so much more than 100 matches that don't go anywhere. And I think um, I really like something that Nick said there, which is that, you know, the people who go on to date, they are kind of naturally people who are interested in going on a date. They're not just on a dating app for an ego boost. They're not just there to pass the time. These are people who are actually committed to going on a date and meeting people in, re- in real life. So that kind of is a natural kind of finds the right community, finds the right kind of uh, people who suit the app. So I think, yeah, that that's a really interesting point. The whole thing is that we really just want people that want to go on dates. It's not, a, it's really not about anything else. It's like, we've all seen them, the memes and the videos on, on, uh, on social media where someone's standing at a bar or in a concert or a football match and they're just swiping without even looking at who they're swiping to like and then looking down if they get a match and just keep going and going and going like there's no that, that's the opposite of what a dating app supposed to be it's supposed to be about going out and going on a date, not just sitting there on your phone swiping for our, like just for no reason or not even looking so like that's what was the the thing that we're just trying to sort of steer our company in, the, in that sort of direction yeah, absolutely. I think I've seen those videos as well, so I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Thank you. So I think um, now I want to touch on trust and safety, which is something you brought up a little bit earlier. Obviously, um, as you mentioned, it is quite vital for, for a same-day dating app, as you said. So, you know, you recently commissioned a survey uh, which found that a significant portion of women prefer meeting someone in real life rather than on a dating app. So could you give us your perspective on why that is kind of a general overview of, of safety and then we can kind of go into um, today's safety features more specifically after that? I think it's very obvious as to why women actually want to meet uh, in real life. And again, it goes back to we are social creatures, right? So human beings need social interaction. And if you look at the end goal of what a dating app should be, it's, you know, what do people want from it? Do they want a relationship? Do they want marriage, et cetera? You have, that's a real life experience. So the only way you can actually initiate that real life experience is actually to start it. So I think, you know, for us, it was actually good that that data came back and said, you know, people actually want to meet in real life because I think it then basically kind of um, validated our business. I think trust is a huge issue, especially around, you know, dating. Um, because again, we know that, you know, people can be vulnerable, especially if they're going on a first date, they don't know who they're meeting. And I think that's why we made sure that, you know, for every user that goes onto our dating app, they have to have a government um, issued ID verified. And that's so that we've got accountability of users. So they know that if they do something wrong, then they will be held accountable for it. Again, that's, we have to pay for that service, but you know, we are offering it to all of our users and you're not allowed on the app without it. So that's the trust and the safety issue. And then catfishing is another issue that kind of came up. And it's surprising how, how many people put up fake profiles, etc. And again, we want people to have confidence that that person that they've met on our app is the actual person that will turn up that day. Um, so again, that was for us, it was kind of like an absolute must. I was just going to say, whenever we put out those questions, um, obviously we're we're both males here, but like whenever we put out those questions um, in the poll, the data we found it was like how many women have been catfished and stuff like that, as it, like compared to men, and it was just like it was a bit crazy just was seeing some of the figures there and then so it was like sort of reassuring that people are, are aware and more like they, they want to do more they want to have an app out there that's that's trying to do more against catfishing 
Yeah, I think, as you say, it's increasingly becoming an issue as people are frustrated. And I think as people want to go out and meet real people and find real connections and have meaningful relationships, you know, they're getting tired of having to deal with catfishers and scammers and fake profiles and whatnot, because it's kind of barriers to them meeting that real person. So, yeah, I think it's, um, you know, really exciting initiative on your part to to bring in these features and offer them to users to kind of reassure people of, of that um, trust and safety issues. And, you know, I kind of want to talk a little bit now um, about looking ahead. Uh, today was only launched in the past few months, if I'm not wrong. So, you know, are there any kind of goals or objectives you're looking to achieve moving forward? Is there anything in 2023 that you're looking to uh, accomplish um, specifically in terms of the platform? Um, at the moment, we are currently just launched in London. So we focus on London initially because we felt that, you know, a Londoner was kind of like a very good target audience for our product. We are hoping to roll that out to the rest of the UK um, in the next few months. Yeah, in the next couple of months. Um, so, um, so again, we obviously want to grow the business. We want people to use the app, uh, enjoy using the app. Hopefully they can make um, a lot of meaningful connections. You know, and it's not always a case that they go on there and they have the best first day ever. At the end of the day, the idea of our app is getting people out there. So it's taking them out of their comfort zone for hopefully um, a greater good. So we would love, you know, for the user base to increase. Um, we've got quite a few features that we want to add to the app uh, that are currently being developed. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a great year for us, to be honest. So, so yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to this. You mentioned there that, you know, not every single person who's going on a date is going to have an amazing first date. And I think it's kind of a, it's a really valid point, I think, to bring up because, as you mentioned before, there is an issue with algorithms and you know, how how can mainstream dating apps and their algorithms put people together? I don't think people have a lot of confidence that these algorithms are actually um, really effective. And I think, you know, increasingly people are believing that the best way to sort people out and to see uh, if they're compatible is to meet in real life. That's where the, the spark is, the chemistry is and whatnot. So, yeah, I think that's a really good system or really good structure to actually um, find people who are uh, compatible with yourself. Yeah, I think it's like with them sort of algorithm things, and I know like a lot of them are great. Yeah, but it's like if you, if this person through this algorithm tells you that these are ideal for each other and then you meet and you aren't, it would be really disheartening. Whereas like everyone's just human anyway. So you're going to have first dates that are a wee bit awkward that don't go according to plan, or you will have ones that are amazing, but it's just about getting out there. Like essentially with our app, you could go on a date you could go on three dates in a day or, or seven in a week or whatever it's more it's all about getting yourself out there and putting yourself in a position to go and meet more people which is obviously great for sort of getting out there for the mental health and stuff like that yeah absolutely that's a really good point thank you i think uh, yeah encouraging people to get out there and uh, meet other people and have these real life experiences is a really i think a really noble objective so super excited to hear about that um just just finally i'd like to give you the floor now um, you know, feel free to tell our listeners how they can keep up with you and everything that's happening at today. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, etc. We're on LinkedIn. So we'll obviously make sure that all our social media channels are kept up to date. So obviously everybody can see kind of what we're up to and kind of follow us and enjoy the journey with us. And then we're doing a few wee things around London um, and like in our coming weeks and stuff like that. So hopefully we'll get some exposure through that and people will be able to see us there. Fantastic. Sounds really exciting and looking forward to uh, seeing all these things develop and uh, seeing the platform continue to grow. So thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you.
I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast. But I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guest this week. Make sure you join us next time, where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. We'll be having real discussions by real people about real issues. We'll see you then. But that's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI podcast.